Good people. Peace. Fee, how you feeling today? Feeling hopeful. How are you feeling? I like that descriptor. I found it on the feelings well. I like hopeful. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll identify with your hopefulness, but I'm I'm deeply grateful today. I love that. I'm deeply grateful today. Deeply. Yeah, meaningful work, impactful work, impactful storytelling. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Hey. Now, my deep gratitude and hopefulness is also lent to the special occasion of today's episode. Tell us more. Today, we have a special guest. We do. Yes. Um, I knew that wasn't Kamali over here (laughs) at the table. Much of the world might know him as Dame Drummer. Mm -hmm. But today, I want to introduce you to... Mr. Damon Jamal Taylor, Mm. filmmaker, producer, and the visionary behind the Black Daddy film and the Black Daddy Impact Weekend here in Oakland, California. Yay. Mr. Damon, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. What what an amazing intro, brother. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is special. I want to begin with an affirmation that speaks to not only where I'm at today, but how I got here today. I like that. Let's do okay. that. Today we're going to read from the toolkit for reflecting and manifesting light within. Okay. And we're going to read from page 60. All right. Page 60 reads, be patient with yourself. It takes time and deep breathing to see the bigger picture. Hmm. hmm. Be patient with yourself. It takes time and deep breathing to see the bigger picture. Mm. Uniquely enough, I've been watching picture a lot more in film, how the stories are put together, what perspectives the cameras use, um, how they convey intimacy, how they convey mood. But figuratively and literally, I would imagine it took Mr. Taylor quite some time to see the big picture putting together such a film with such amazing stories and layers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love for you just to you know, tell the folks about yourself and, and this uh, experience of this Black Daddy film that I'm talking about. How long, how long did it take to put this film together? From conception to first edit, 13 months. Mm. Okay. Which is, I mean, in the film industry, rather fast for a feature, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I know they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, and he will. You will be uh, like the wings of eagles. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it can either be a slow process or fast. But um, this, it didn't feel that fast. But I think that when we got to the edit, and you know, people were like, "Well, how long?" You know, and we like, you know, thirteen months. You know, it felt like a lot longer than that because of some things that happened. You know, along the wow. way. Yeah. Let me name that. Wow. Let me name that. That uniquely, even I asked how long it took because it felt like lifetimes in between the filming and what was produced. 
Mm-hmm. Right? We've seen mm-hmm. lifetimes happen in that film. Um, this film highlights the Black Daddy experience as told by Dame, but as told by the fathers who are having their experiences. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was such a beautiful, in-depth look at fatherhood mm-hmm. and the emotional sensibility it requires mm-hmm. and the pivot and the difficulty and the nuance and the brilliance of our stories, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember when Dame was putting this film together and I, I loved the idea I admired. And then he asked me for an interview for this film. Yeah. And I was honored. And challenged. Mm-hmm. It was an honor to be included in this Black Daddy experience, but I was speaking from the perspective of an angel father. At mm-hmm. the time, that was the only fatherhood I knew. Mm-hmm. And he created such intimacy and closeness and radical gentleness. Mm-hmm. In giving me room to share my story. Mm-hmm. But what I wouldn't understand is in the filming and in the editing and it being produced and premiered at a number of film festivals, by the way, but I'm talking about the one here in Oakland at Jack London. Mm-hmm. That experience was profound. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we went to that film premiere as a family of four with Kamali. Yeah. And saw the rawness, the tremble in my voice as I spoke about angel fatherhood. And I never imagined that we would be coming to see that film as a family with baby in tow. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was so important that I spoke at that time about my angel fatherhood experience, Fee, because it it had been some time since our black love interview. Mm-hmm. And I was understanding it different and being challenged by it different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what Dame knew off the screen that no one knew on the screen, we were also pregnant. I mean, that's right. Days away from Kamali's arrival. <laughs> so to speak about angel fatherhood in this open and courageous way while still having to plant my faith in the safe arrival of Kamali was a very unique window of time. Mm -hmm. It cannot be replicated. Where I stood in faith, where I stood in declaration, where I was waiting and having to practice deep breathing, that time cannot be replicated. And it was captured in Black Daddy film. So, Dame, I want to say thank you. Yes. Thank you for bringing Kamayu into the story. Thank you for making room for our family. Thank you for bringing little sis, as you call her, Kamali, into the story. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was such a unique window. Mm-hmm. And I learned so much from even what I said in that portion that guides my active fatherhood now. I think it's incredible too that damn you have this gentleness about you but also you obviously were very close to us in in our journey with 
Kamayu, and um, also on our way to meeting Kamali. I think you were even in the backyard when we told the family because you were in the photo. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm, we had to tell the right. kids, like, don't say anything. <laughs> but I think it's so incredibly special that you asked Kariga for his perspective on fatherhood, for his story on fatherhood, knowing that he was holding the story of angel fatherhood. And I'm not sure how often, how frequently that identity is acknowledged, talked about, even given a room to hold a perspective. But it's so profound to me. And I love that, that Kariga was included for that reason. That mm-hmm. fatherhood mm-hmm. is so expansive even to um, parenting an angel. And that's what I also love about the film is that there were so many diverse experiences around black fatherhood. Mm-hmm. But they all can fit in the path, right? The path is wide enough for all of them, including angel fatherhood. It was incredible. I was so incredibly moved. I mean, obviously, just by seeing Kariga and hearing Kamayu's name and seeing her name. And I mean, I was just blown away that she still is making her presence known. Mm -hmm. And I was not expecting it. So when I showed up, man, my heart. It, it expanded even even more. I couldn't believe it, man. I'm just so incredibly grateful for you being obedient to this work. Mm, thank you. I, I do want to say a couple of things about um, that night that you, you know, y'all revealed, you know, that Kamali was on the way. That night was just so, it was so special. I just, I won't forget it. I remember being, going through so many emotions that night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so many emotions. And um, that was just like, um, it was just a joy to get that news, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, just knowing the journey, you know what I'm saying? And it mm-hmm. was just like, wow. And um, in that moment, I was a very proud uncle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just the, just, the, just the, the news, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we, and um, I, I knew that everything would be well, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? In that mm-hmm. moment, I'm like, oh yeah, I said, I see you guys, you know, this is, this is awesome. So <laughs> the other thing is um, you mentioned about, you know, you know, just having that voice. And I think that what we showed in this film is something that, you know, you really don't get a chance to witness in real life or on film is black men just exploring their vulnerability. I mean, it's still a very tough place, but I think that we do a good job in making it look like it's safe. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We're creating Mm -hmm. a safe space for ourselves Mm -hmm. and we're creating a safe space for the people who view it. And that's the takeaway that I hear a lot, you know, you know, men saying that we need to do this more or I want to do this. And what did you do? And, you know, to curate those spaces. And so I want to be very clear in saying that it was definitely my intent to try to give as many people the the same experiences that I actually go through in real life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Leaning on my bros, crying on my bros if we have to, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, getting a meal to a brother, you know what I'm saying, when he might be down and mm-hmm. want to feed mm-hmm. himself, you know, th- these these are things that we go through, but we're afraid to step out into these spaces and let anybody see us in that light, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, this is just, you know, just the start of of a lot of great work that's going to follow in, in the individual lives of 
the people who see this film because it's not only limited to men, but it's also, you know, um, extended to women as well. And I didn't see that when I first had the film in, even in concept mode. I was just really trying to focus on my bros. But, you know, as I was experiencing some of these uh, film festivals, the women were speaking like they were like really speaking up and in, in, in how the film impacted them. So I didn't even see that coming. You know, I'm talking about the first one that I ever went to was in uh, Tampa Bay. And I mean, this lady walked up and t to me after the film and in the lobby and she just put her hand on me and she just started like leaking. I mean, I'm like, wow, you know. Here's the thing. Black daddies aren't like separate of families. They're not. The thing is, we can we can celebrate black fatherhood, black daddies, but we belong to families. Right? We belong. Mm -hmm. And we belong to families. And we belong to partners and wives and sons and daughters alike. Mm -hmm. And just from my experiences having girls, I belong to them. Mm -hmm. It's inseparable. It's forever. Right? So when we humanize black daddies and black fathers and tell these stories, there are glimpses and pieces of each person's experience, right? And it brings them to space. But Dame, you spoke about film festivals. So I want to I wanna hear a little about your circuit on the film festivals. And then I want to pull us into like what made Black Daddy the Weekend really special. But tell us about some of these film festivals. Man, just humble. Over twenty, over twenty wins. Wow. wow. Um, um, ten best docs. You know, um, four <laughs> best film scores. Of course. One best, one best <laughs> debut filmmaker, and then just you know, a ton of honorable mentions. You know. So the the gentleman you're listening to now, who directed and produced the film, also scored it. So yeah. I told you in the beginning, you might know him as Dame Drummer, and then I told you more about his film producing but he's an exquisite musician and i remember chef's kids here's the thing i remember catching a draft and i heard these horns and the first thing i asked was hey who'd you get the ladies horns and he looked at me and told me i said yeah i see you looking at him we were right there in the backyard you know? i really? can't believe this that's what's up yeah it's, it's a beautiful score it is. It moves and breathes like living music. Uh, it tells an amazing story. And to score your own film, that's just like another realm of gifting. In 13 months. <laughs> and then, in addition to scoring the film, there is an original album coming with it. So he made collaborations with each black daddy in the film because mm. we're all artists and musicians mm -hmm. and put together this amazing body of work Wow! that we got to see live mm -hmm. at the battery. So this father's day was special. Uh, my baby was walking, talking, making moves. <laughs> so I was growing and my heart was expanding in fatherhood. Kamayu is the beginning of it all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there was space for her. That's how I entered fatherhood. Friday night, we hit a live show at the Battery in San Francisco that was cued to the original film, and it led like a conversation. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Saturday, Black Daddy Brunch. Mm -hmm. this, wow. this was like a, a weekend to remember. 
And Sunday, we had the Black Daddy film premiere. Mm -hmm. This was at Regal Cinema, Jack London Square. Mm -hmm. Families came out by the hundreds. The line was down the block, out the door, wrapped around (laughs) for folks to celebrate Black Daddies. Yeah, man. Remarkable. Dame, the city of Oakland, tell us about this. And Oakland pulled up. I was like, uh, we were just coming from, when we pulled up, we were coming from the San Francisco Black Film Festival because they were showing it there as well. Wow. So we were leaving the city. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, it was me, uh, Damon Demi, you know, my children, and then um, Aaron Miller, who did a phenomenal job of, of documenting mm-hmm. the whole weekend. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we're going to be able to show exactly what we did. Um, yes. But um, when we got there, I'm thinking... Oh, maybe Thor is out or something. Maybe I don't know. Maybe Not Doctor Thor. Strange Part Five is out. I don't know. But I'm like, I know all these people ain't here to see Black Daddy, you know. Yeah. And I got out. All I just saw so many familiar faces and so many people that I didn't know. And everybody looked good. They were dressed fly, you know, and um, just ready for the purple carpet experience. Yeah. And it was just, I was just like, man, I was overwhelmed. Really, I didn't. Even, I, it didn't even feel real, man. It felt mm. like a dream. And. The city of Oakland made a proclamation, correct? Yes. They gave um, a proclamation commemorating Black Daddy the weekend. And um, they gave, um, you know, some insight of what my mission is, you know, and where I stand at Mm -hmm. in Black fatherhood and the telling of our stories and controlling the narrative. Mm -hmm. And um, they also back that with data that supports the need and, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. for the Black father. Wow. Yes. Wow. This is this is the black love, I imagine. Black families being well, mm-hmm. whole, present. Fathers being examined as whole human beings. Mm-hmm. The full composition of who they are. Mm-hmm. Their emotional dexterity, mm-hmm. their feelings. Mm-hmm. Safety being defined more than protection, but emotional protection. Mm-hmm. The fathers were so beautiful and, and so whole and so human. But what else makes this film really, really special? The insight, the power of love that was captured. We had fathers who fathered across distances, yeah. fathered across the country. Yeah. We had brothers who spoke about wanting their fathers, wanting any experience yeah. rather than no experience. Yeah. We had brothers who were fighting for custody and really wanting to be seen as human mm-hmm. and father. Mm-hmm. We had... Um, fathers who were showing up in amazing ways Mm -hmm. and pouring into more than their own children. Mm -hmm. And then while filming the Black Daddy film and experience, Dame, I'll share, experienced the passing of his father. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Which is so incredibly like, profound to me that in this film we are experiencing fatherhood in so many different ways even in transition mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was never obviously never scripted mm-hmm. never part of it mm-hmm. and to think that it's not i don't want to even highlight his strength to keep going i want to highlight the love mm-hmm. that enveloped him and carried him to tell this story. Yeah. Dame. Mm. I, I have 
two things I want to say about that, especially like, you know, the passion of my father. I, I think that everything about this movie, this film, I should say, was divine. I mean, everything. My father passing was divine. Wow. That was divine intervention because when Sal and I were putting together the film, we had tons and tons of footage, tons of dialogue. Mm -hmm. We had bookends. We had a beginning. We knew how we wanted to open it. We wanted to open it with the question of what is it like to be a black father in America? And then we had the kind of like the end, which would be the call to all men to embrace your role, whether it be whatever capacity of mm -hmm. fatherhood or, you know, um, just leadership that is, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we didn't know what the middle was going to be like. Oh, we just figured it would be more dialogue, talking heads type of thing, you know, with, with the music involved. Wow. When my father passed, um, I was I wasn't devastated because I'm just like, okay, it's, it's, this is my turn. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's it's our turn to experience this this grief. You know, this loss. Mm. It just so happens to be while I'm working on this piece, mm. and and I went to Sal. I said, hey man, uh, I think we should use this for the movie. Sal, like, oh yeah, man, I'm glad you said something, man, because I didn't want to say nothing, man. But I'm just, you know, <laughs> you know, and so we just really got going on it. But the other thing I want to mention is my father's last conversation. We spoke about my film. My yeah. father. Mm -hmm. My father was my biggest cheerleader. He 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 loved everything that I did. He was so supportive. He knew about all of you. Mm. He knew about everybody that I dealt with. Because we would talk and he'd say, Oh yeah, I see you hanging with them and hanging with them. And oh. you know, and um midway through the conversation, me and my dad spoke about an hour and a half that day. Um, and midway through, I'm talking to my dad. We're having a great conversation. He's talking about all kind of stuff. The spirit said, You better record this. This is the last time you go talk to your father. Wow. So what do you do with that information? You know what I'm saying? divine i have mm. i was talking to my dad i put him on speaker i had my my ipad was sitting on my bed next to me yeah. i opened it up hit the voice memo and just recorded what would be our mm. last conversation and when you see the film that's mm. my dad and i last conversation scored to music oh you know so this trembles my heart i was divine. so touched by that name when mm. i heard his voice mm. And like I feel it again. <laughs> this movie is so special. This documentary is so special. It the, the conversation that he's speaking of, I remember this portion particularly. Mm -hmm. His father gives him permission and encourages him to use any part of his voice in telling his story. He said, Dad, do I have your permission? He says, Son, you have my permission. Anything you want to use, go ahead and use. I haven't heard it discussed very much when we talk about how much fathers give. We know mothers give. There's no comparison. But daddies give their whole, their all. And even as a transition to beyond, he's still giving and pouring into you. And that encouragement was so beautiful to hear. Because here you are, this mighty man. Like, y'all, Dame is... A smooth six nine, okay? So it's 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 this idea that this this giant among men belongs to a father 
who sees him as his baby boy still and respects hey, him as a man, man and says anything for you. That was profound to yes. me. Yes. That 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 just it resonated through the theater, resonated in our hearts. Yes. And I I bring in this experience with grief because it took the film to a depth of love, an abundance of love that brings the viewer heart wide open. Mm -hmm. The heart is open at that point. And there is room to think, feel, speak, reconcile maybe. There's all these invitations in the film to be connected to our families. And the idea that we were months away, maybe a month, from Kamali's arrival. And in the film, it was my very first time going into the baby garage. Right. Since I put everything in there. Mm -hmm. And I now access that space regularly. And it's not from a place of deficit. It's from a place of abundance. My first daughter made provisions for my second daughter. They use the same things. I use her stroller for her little sister. Her clothes. It's this interconnectedness that it's hard to articulate, but it's based in being both of their fathers. And that film and this premiere and this weekend gave me room to be both of their fathers with just as much pride and distinguished honor. So it was a really beautiful way for folks to get to know my family while getting to know your family. There's a shot while you're visiting Cleveland. You're a dame from Cleveland. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to Cleveland. But there's a shot that just captured my heart. It's his father's rocking chair and it's empty and it's framed mm -hmm. and you can see so much story mm -hmm. to where this man lived and functioned and that one just it it snagged me as a reminder mm -hmm. that like these seats won't be filled forever mm -hmm. we are doing mighty work on borrow time yeah. damn your work is mighty I thank you for adding value to the black father experience. I thank you for your labor in telling the story of black daddy. I thank you for your genius, uh, your gift, your music, your heart. You opened up big on this one. Mm -hmm. And your wingspan is even greater now. You're soaring. You stepped into a very, very permanent place in storytelling. Yes. And I thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, brother. So thank you. thank you. I want to uh, mention that, you know, we're talking about this film. You can actually watch the trailer at uh, blackdaddythemovie.com uh -huh. and it'll allow you to keep up with the film and where it will be headed next. Yes. Yes. Uh, you can also follow him, follow Black Daddy the Movie on IG, mm -hmm. follow at Dame Drummer on IG. That's D-A-M-E Drummer. Y'all should know how to spell that mm -hmm. <laughs> on IG. And um, Dame, is there anything else you want to leave the listeners yeah. with? Um, I think that it's about 
doing the work. You know, a lot of people, we, we talk about a lot of things. You know, we're great at that. But the follow through is mm. what I ask for at the end of the film. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The follow through. It's like, I know um, we're artists. We know how to, you know, get to the heartstrings. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where we're rooted in. You know what I'm saying? So we know how to bring people into those spaces. But it's like, um, I am I am not, you know, responsible for the follow through. That is up to the person who, you know, does the intake of this film. You know, mm-hmm. what will you do to take ownership of your healing? You know what I'm saying? What will mm-hmm. you do to, you know, to deal with the things um, that you've been silent about? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that um, we always recognize a need, but we don't really step into it to to do it, to fulfill it. And so that is my ask, you know, that if you see this film and after you've, you've felt everything that you feel from it, that you do something mm. different. I love it. Thank you, James. I love it. I Thank love it. Thank you for it. creating room for those um, to, to walk on that path towards healing. It is, you know, we say it here on our podcast, it is not a final destination. It is changing and ongoing. And you have created a work that I think um, has allowed that for people. Yeah. It's an on-ramp. Yeah. It's an on-ramp to our identity. It's an on-ramp to examining the relationship uh, that we have with ourselves as fathers or the relationship we have with our fathers mm-hmm. uh, and the legacy we want to leave for our children. Um, yeah, it's an invitation. It's an on-ramp for sure. Yeah. And it's an on-ramp for black daddies specifically. So thank you for that on-ramp. Mm-hmm. And we thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia. It's with Karika and Felicia. And our special guest today, Mr. Damon Taylor. Uh, we thank our producers, mm-hmm. our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Yes. Uh, and that wonderful labor of love and storytelling and black love. Mm-hmm. We thank our producer, Crystal Hill. Yes. From our family to yours. Until next time, may we all love more abundantly. Peace. Peace. Peace.